0: In the scaling process, we started to realize that we couldn't just do everything ourselves. So very quickly, we were hitting milestones that maybe typically would have taken us a little bit longer. And we're like, okay, we can't.
1: Welcome to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life.
2: Hey Right Club Nation, it is Sarah Larby here. And before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out The Rock yet? Well, that's our Right Club online community. It's a place where you can find your real estate investing and business answers and network with like-minded people. And we've got interactive forums, all the podcast episodes, hours of videos, a wide range of real estate investing training and education. Tons of great information. It's free to join. Be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now on with the podcast. Right Club Nation, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Sarah Larby and my co host today is Alfonso Salemi. And we've got some great guests. But before we get into that, Alfonso, what is new and exciting?
3: Yes. What is news? exciting. So yeah, it is. Uh, we're right in the middle of February right now and uh, hitting full steam ahead. It's a tough market out there, but uh, but at JAG, we're continuing to grow. We've brought on uh, two new team members, so I'm officially uh, putting it out there. By the time this launches, we'll, we'll have them up in full steam, but uh, we have a new sales executive on our team that is, uh, is helping us in our growth and bringing on new clients and helping find more professionals uh, to help more people to get into home ownership. Uh, it's amazing to see the growth that we've seen. Um, it's, uh, it's a tough market out there for sure. We've, we've seen a lot of people get priced out of the markets, but what's been really inspiring is that our operations team has been able to land some amazing properties and amazing deals, even with some conditions. So, you know, when people are saying it's impossible out there, it's really hard, you got to go cash, you got to go 100, 200 over asking, you know, I'm going to push back a little bit and say, yeah, in some case, scenarios, some cases you may have to, but there are still some uh, really good properties to be found and to, uh, to acquire out there. So, um, yeah, and we're always looking at new opportunities of way to help more people. So that's what's kind of new in my world, Sarah. What uh, What are you up to? What's new in your world?
0: What is
2: new? I'm working on some developments, obviously, the uh, Inspire Beach Resort, which is going to be ready at least with the three first cottages, uh, three of nine. Uh, so we're going to do three this year. And we're actually also doing a retreat in August, uh, which is going to be an all-inclusive three-day retreat, health, wealth, time for sale for investors, for entrepreneurs. So if you are interested, send me a message, maybe on Instagram, that's probably the best way to reach me, investor Sarah Larby, and I can send you the link. We are limiting it. And then by the time this airs, I don't know if it's still going to be available or not, but I can always put you on a wait list for the next retreat. But aside from that, I have uh, the uh, townhouses that were continuing should be ready by the end of this year and two mixed use eight plexes in Omimi. But aside from that, you know, I am, uh, I am excited to just like, you know, chill out some more this year. And, you know, May to September is going to be my time at the cottage where I don't have to be, you know, working on too much other than my dock, my tan some dinner, <laughs> you know, that good stuff. But aside from that, we've got some exciting things at the right club. So keep checking us out at the And we've got lots of events all year, some that include wine and some that include zoom and some that include in person. So check that out. But aside from that, we've got great guests today. We have Carol and Brandon who are Canadian it's a young couple they've actually just been you know scaling from 0 to 22 doors in like the last 2 years with a newborn child so super inspiring and uh let's uh let's bring mom what do you say alfonso
3: yeah awesome couple great chat with them you know really inspiring really great energy i think you guys are going to love this podcast and if you do please let us know make sure to rate review share it with a friend and get on the rightclub.com to uh to listen to more so yeah i'm excited let's get right to the show
2: Caro, Brandon, welcome.
4: Thank you. Thank, thank you. so excited to be here.
2: I'm excited. I, uh, I, I don't know you guys and, and I don't think Alfonso either. So it's always nice to meet new people and, uh, and, and hear about, you know, the different stories and different experiences. And I'm sure based on, on what I'm reading is that you're going to be providing tons of value today. So we're, we're really excited. Maybe just tell us a little bit about how you got started in real estate investing in the first place.
4: Absolutely. Well, we got started about two years ago, uh, and it just came down to a matter of us really wanting to take more control and seeing the opportunity to uh, flip the house that we were living in and and move into investment properties. And so we we started that slowly, just the two of us. And then, in order to accelerate, we we jumped into a coaching program, and we just we just saw ourselves take off from there. And it's been. Uh, quite like journey. quite the journey, like any real estate investor, it's it's
2: a bumpy road, but it's it's an awesome journey. Very cool. So, do you mind sharing like what your portfolio looks like in the strategy?
0: Yeah. So, primarily we focus on the burst strategy. That's what we started with, and, and that's our bread and butter. We do do a little bit of flips as well, but primarily burst. Uh, Currently, we have we went from two doors to twenty four doors over the past, I would say, eighteen months. And uh, we now have a portfolio that by the end of the year should yield us about $600,000 in rental revenue. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, every one of our properties yields about a thousand dollars in cash flow a month as well. So it's, uh, it's been difficult to get there, especially in this market, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's been awesome. Like the community is amazing. We love that every single conversation we feel like we can add value to, but also get value from. So we just, we love having these types of conversations all the time for that reason.
3: Yeah, your growth has been like amazing in that short period of time with the, the you know, the size of the portfolio, the success of the different types of properties. Where, where are you buying? Where are you focused? What are the areas that, that you guys work in most?
4: We're primarily in the, let's call it Southern Ontario Golden Horseshoe area. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's really wherever opportunity takes us.
5: And so we also have property in Edmonton and we're
4: looking possibly into the United States as well. But again, like Carol said, our focus at bread and Butter is the Golden Horseshoe area. When we, when we you know, JV with other folks, we want to show off what our expertise are and we want to make sure that we're setting them up for success as well. And so when, when we do look at other things, other avenues, other channels, it's more about us experimenting and expanding our wings. And then if anybody wants to go along with that, uh, we're happy to take, uh, take folks along as well.
2: Very cool. So this was during the pandemic, essentially when things were crazy, when, when real estate prices, well, in the beginning, they kind of, you know, people weren't sure what was going to happen and then took off and, and there was a lack of inventory. How are you finding your properties, your deals? Is this on market off market? Are you guys doing anything in particular?
0: Yeah, so we do a combination of both. Um, I would say majority of our portfolio has actually been on market, but it's been very strategic finds. So um, we find things that are incorrectly advertised. Like a lot of people, a great example is a lot of people in our properties did not advertise that the houses had a secondary uh, entrance, so a lot of investors missed out on that. Um, but we saw the type of housing. We've seen so many of them that we knew that there was no way that that type of house at that age did not have a secondary entrance. So we went to see it anyways or mismarketed things online, things that look like weren't professionally um, done. Um, Usually, you know that there's a little bit more opportunity because there's less eyes looking at that. And then from an off-market perspective, we did hire a team of driving for dollars. Uh, We do mailing campaigns and stuff like that. Um, That takes a lot more time and effort as I'm I'm sure a lot of our listeners and you guys know as well, but we've had some success there as well. So we've had um, opportunities that pop up that way. And as well as our network, they provided us off market opportunities as well. So it's been a big investment from that perspective.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing there too is consistency, right? Like you could, you could go knocking on doors for one day and, and not get a yes at all, but if you're doing that every day, if you're doing that every weekend or having people do that for you, consistency, the compound effect, that's what we really believe in. That's 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 where we're going to ultimately get our yes. Every no gets you closer to that yes.
3: I love that. So, you know, it sounds like you guys, even the way you guys answer questions is such amazing teamwork and, and you guys are working together and as a couple as well. Um, well, you know, what was your experience beforehand, before you got into real estate investing? Maybe what tools or skills did you have that, you know, that you are applying and utilizing in, in the real estate business?
4: I, th- I think that's probably the, the best thing about us as a team. And you, even talking personally as a couple, we're, we're so opposite that we, we really attract each other. And even in business, we're so opposite. So Caro is a CPA by trade, uh, worked for the you know, big four firm it, uh, here in Canada, or globally, I should say. Um, and so she's very numbers driven. She's, she's all about auditing, making sure that the numbers are, are exactly as they should be and, and projecting where we should be as well. Uh, for, for me, I'm on the, I'm in a sales role uh, for a tech company. And so I'm more on the sales and marketing side. Uh, and so together, we join forces. We feel like we're, we're both good idea people and we both execute on different things. And so we complement each other. We stay in each other's
1: way for yeah. that as well.
2: That is, that is awesome. And you're doing this while you have a newborn as well. And, uh, you know, that's, I, I think probably a lot of people are like just looking and saying, Oh, well, you know what? They probably don't have kids. They can do this. They can really focus on it. But like, so, so talk to us a little bit about how that was like just scaling so quickly with a newborn at the same time and, and maybe some challenges or some things that you were able to do to, to make it work for you.
0: For sure. So we started out, um, by i'm a planner um <laughs> along with what i do with work like i have to manage a lot of clients and a lot of products at the same time so we were really proactive and saying okay this is going to be crazy what are the roles that we need to fill who's going to do them like what's our timelines like um and where do we want to go so we try to break it down like okay here's the whole year these are the weeks that we're going to be crazy and these are the weeks where we're going to have time this is what the goals that we need to advance and these are the small little things that we need to do and Small little things could be going on a walk and dropping off notes. That doesn't seem so challenging telling yourself, I have to find 10 deals might sound overwhelming, but when you break it down into really, it comes down to you making 10 calls a day. That's not so scary. Right. Um, and so that's what we did. And, and we were really kind to ourselves. Like we knew the first three months of having kids were going to be impossible uh, in terms of real estate. And, and we didn't try to do more than, than we could. We just planned around it and, I think that's key in terms of still maintaining a passion for what we're doing, because this is a really hard work. Um, There's a lot of fruitful results that come from it. But if you try to plan real estate um, or sorry, your life around real estate, I think people tend to lose passion and and they just drop off because they're like, it's too hard. Um, For us, we tried to do it the other way around where we said, okay, no, this is my time to be with my kid. I'm going to give myself three months. And this is what I can do outside of that. And we were just very diligent with those times. And and I think that that drove us to make sure that we were really productive during that time.
3: Yeah, and and you mentioned right, and this is a big thing that we always talk about is the power team—the people that you're working with that you trust to to do their part and, um, you know, experts in their field. So, you know, you mentioned you have the sales and marketing aspect, and obviously from the CPA from your own business. What are the key roles that you know? As you guys have started your portfolio, expanded your portfolio, some of the key players that you've brought onto your power team—they're like wow, that was amazing. We're so glad that we brought, found that person. And then from the other side of maybe some turnover uh, on on people that you weren't worked on. So give us the positive and then we'll go into some, some maybe lessons that you've learned from hiring some people. Go ahead.
0: For sure. So I would say, and Brandon's dealt with more with the actual hiring, but I'll give my perspective on who has been really instrumental. Having investor friendly lawyers, brokers, realtors was key. Um, at first we were fishing for a lot of our own deals eventually we're like, no, no, we need to start attracting people to bring us deals. So we started actually going out there and telling realtors, this is what we do. You bring me a deal. You bring me the analysis and the comparables. I'll pull the trigger within a couple of hours. And I think that message resonated with a lot of, of different people. People And we started actually getting leads ourselves. So that was a creative way that that we started uh, offloading some of the responsibilities. And then outside of that, I would say we hired actually a property manager. And when we looked at that, um, we looked at what property managers do um, and how much we have to pay them. And we looked at how much we could actually pay somebody to do more than property management for us. And it was actually pretty on par. Um, so that person started taking more of the administrative task of, of dealing with tenants, but also on their off time, they were using the time to do driving for dollars and other administrative things that have been so key for us to focus on, on other aspects of the business. Yeah, those. exactly. I think you. you had more experience with, with hiring other team members as well. So what was that like?
4: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's complicated because uh, you, especially in a COVID world, you don't necessarily meet these people. And sometimes you're trying to work remote in different markets. And so you use your, you use your best judgment um, and you use your gut. uh, And so far, so far we've had positive experiences, right?
0: I I mean, I think think so. Yeah. (laughs) I think one key thing that we did was when we looked at our organization, we looked at the key roles and and we really described what we needed that person to do. and, And we wanted to be very professional. It wasn't like, here's my Kijiji ad and oh, give me a call and I'll tell you what you have to do. Like we had very specific instructions so that no matter who came on and whether they left and we had to hire somebody else, the onboarding would also be very um, smooth. So that's where the whole planning aspect came in. Um, and And sometimes it's important to make sure that you have, not sometimes, I think all the time it's important that you have your foundations really well set so that you can really propel forward strongly.
1: We're going to take a quick break from the show.
0: Hey, Right Club Nation. We want to take a quick break
3: from the podcast to introduce you to a longtime supporter of the Wright Club and many members of the Right Club Nation, Mr. Dylan Suter of Elevation Realty. Dylan, take it away.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity. We as Elevation Realty are the sponsor for the real estate slot at the Wright Club, and we have been attending since the second Right Club. We are an investment-focused, high-volume real estate team serving the Golden Horseshoe from Oakville down to Niagara. If you are looking to increase your cash flows or you want to find an incredible opportunity, we deal with builders, we deal with off-market opportunities, as well as we are very creative and negotiate the best deal for even on-market opportunities. We have helped a number of clients with the right club, find flips, single-family rentals, duplex conversions, three- and four-unit renovations, all the way up to large residential buildings with high cash flow.
2: guys and i have to say i stand behind elevation and dylan they found me my last few properties have done an amazing job 100 percent recommend them so thank you for all your hard work
3: now back to the podcast and now back to the show
2: yeah, I mean, tons of great insight there. And I think that that is genius, right? Rather than than just hiring a property management company, you brought all of the stuff in house, you trained somebody, you know, they're working exclusively for you. And then, you know, how else can you monetize and get your best return on time? And driving for dollars, especially in this type of market, is going to be key because you do need to find those off-market opportunities here and there. And even if it's not going to be something that you want to particularly purchase, well, you could give it back to your realtors that were helping you for potentially a fee of some kind, or you can wholesale it. And I mean, there's, there's tons of opportunities. And, and so I think that that is likely where we're going to be, you know, needing to get to is, is off market driving for dollars, creating mailers, that kind of stuff. You know, how do you differentiate yourself so that you're not competing with 20 other offers. Um, what are the, what are some of the challenges that you faced? I mean, obviously you scaled quite quickly. Um, maybe you should, if you don't mind sharing just some of the things that you went through as you were, you know, spending the last two years buying, you know, a handful to 20 plus units. Is it units or properties? It's units. Okay, so 20 plus units. What are some of the challenges along the way that you experienced?
0: That, that's a good question. <laughs> I would say in the scaling process we started to realize that we couldn't just do everything ourselves so very quickly we were hitting milestones that that maybe typically would have taken us a little bit longer Um, and we're like okay we can't we can't do all these things ourselves um and we started to realize that okay we have our power team for example but as we started to move on to different markets we started to realize okay well this power team needs to be now more specific like region specific like we had a investor friendly realtor. Okay. Well now we need a flip investor friendly realtor to really bring us those, those kinds of opportunities, or we need a specific realtor that uh, investor friendly in Niagara, because whatever reason. Right. So I think we started to realize that we needed more and more systems. Um, and, and quite honestly, it was due to, I would say, stress to like too many things at one time. And that's where we have to step back and say, okay, if we really want to continue to scale what's our bottleneck right now and what do we need to put in place so that we can continue to grow so i would say that that's definitely one thing yeah
4: and one thing that and another thing that comes to mind for me is something that we is self-inflicted right it, 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 we've, we've talked about this before is is that glass ceiling or that that only that self-limitation that we put on ourselves thinking okay we never we never thought that we could buy you know 10 plus properties or, or get 20 plus units uh and so we, we were never aggressive. We never believed in that, that that could happen. And so we were our own challenge at one point. We got in our own way at one point too, where we should have been a little bit more aggressive. We should have been able to see wh- where the market was was going or make make quicker decisions. And so um, that, I think ultimately that also led us to seeking mentorship, seeking coaching, uh, yeah. networking, talking to other people, understanding what, what they've done previously so that we learn from their mistakes um, and, and also, it, it helped give us confidence that, you know, if somebody else is doing this. Again, we could do it too. And Carol put a post about that at Instagram like, nobody that's, that's in the space is special, right? You have introverts, you have extroverts, you have very charismatic people, and you have others that aren't. Everyone could be successful. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. A, a perfect example of, of missing, like, taking action is like when we first started, we were taking that look at deals in in Hamilton and anybody that's following the Hamilton market knows how crazy it is. But I remember like looking at a property that was $475,000. It was a legal duplex, fully done up, like nothing needed to be done. And I remember looking at that and be like, Oh no, this is not a good opportunity because there's no upside to this property. I feel like anybody listening to us that knows the Hamilton market is probably cringing at me saying that. And we do too. So those are some of the big lessons I would say that that we've learned and, and now we're a little bit more aggressive in terms of getting ahead of ourselves and in, in learning more about different things like private lending and, and different types of structures that allow us to, to scale without that glass ceiling. So now if you don't hear no, then we just keep going until somebody else tells us no other than ourselves.
3: For sure. And I think, yeah, I think you guys are being too tough on yourselves. And I think most people are their own own worst critics. It's always easier to look back on hindsight with the experience, the knowledge that you have gained and looking back going, Oh my God, that would have, you know, that made so much sense. What was I thinking at the time? And, and I think about that as well, thinking like, what was I doing working? full-time, you know, in my twenties, I should have been real estate investing. And now we see so many members of the right club that are starting at a younger age and I'm going, yeah, good for you guys. That's awesome. Right. You know, that's, you know, starting from that, from a, from an earlier standpoint, but the only way to get that knowledge and experience is actually, Experiencing it, so good, good on you guys for doing that. So, um, I always like asking this question, like in terms of resources, you know, whether it's people, places, things, you know, books, uh, you know, newsletters, different types. Where, where are you guys getting your knowledge? Where, how are you staying, you know, up to date on on the pulse of things, getting getting some trusted resources, you know, uh, on you know, just in general, real estate investing business as you guys run and operate your business, what are some, you know, you're from a CPA sales and marketing, you know, two completely different sides of things. What are, what are some good resources that you can share that you review or look at?
4: Obviously listening to this podcast right here, right? I mean, that's, that's number one, um, <laughs> but I, I mean, we do, we do different things. And, we, and we're always investing in ourselves. And so, uh, you know, we just spent thousands of dollars again this year uh, on, on coaches, uh, spending hundreds of dollars on, on books. We try to, Uh, you know, we, we read 10 pages, a a book a day of of, of something that's of interest to us. So we're trying to grow mentally. We're trying to grow our network and, and, and our group of, of, uh, of friends within the network as well. So reading, looking at, at groups, you can jump on Facebook podcasts is something else that we look at.
0: Yeah. And we're always constantly analyzing, okay, where do we want to be three months from now? And what's the first thing that's going to break if we want to get to that goal? So if it's private lending at whatever given time, uh, like we're funding, then we say, okay, well, we need to talk to somebody that knows about funding. So then we focus those three months in, in solely connecting with people that have gone through that process. Similarly, we went through the process of incorporation and all that stuff. So during that time, a big focus was talking to um, other CPAs that have gone through the process and, and getting that understanding so that we're always challenging ourselves and saying, Okay, like, where do we see this being a problem, so that we know how to train ourselves before that problem happens? Yeah, that's that's great. And uh, you know, I
2: mean, it, it as you're saying this and you're saying you're talking about your goals, I'm just curious to to know, you know, if you've if you've got some 2022 goals, and if you wouldn't mind maybe sharing one or two of them of what you'd like to focus on for this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so by the end of the year, we definitely uh, would like to replace at least one of our incomes. So far, there's been a lot of expenses that have gone into growing our business. So we want to make sure that we're at a point where we've outgrown those expenses and actually are replacing our income. Do you have another one?
4: I mean, just acquiring more properties, right? It's a it's a completely it's a competitive market Sarah, You're saying you know we got to look more and more off market too. And so for us, at a minimum, we want to keep acquiring one one property a month. Um, that could be a you know, 10 unit property that could be a single family home. We just want to make sure that we're we're constantly acquiring assets and figuring what to do with them.
0: Yeah. I do like the, the off market aspect of it too, in the sense that most of the time when you're finding something off market really is rundown properties, right? And with such a housing crisis, it's pretty awesome to be able to convert those into actually living spaces for the community. So that's pretty rewarding as well. And we're looking into, into, ways that we can give back more to the real estate community and allow others to really jump into doing this without that fear that we originally had. Cause the best advice we could give ourselves is do it sooner. So how can we help others take more control of their financial future sooner?
4: Yeah. And I mean, you, and the off market too, that what's so great about it is that, you know, um, oftentimes the most opportunistic, uh, you know, opportunities that come your way is, is when you're actually helping somebody else as well. Somebody might have a really tough problem, might be in a tough position, and you're that person that could actually help them get out of that and have, whether it's a clean start or a fresh start. Um, and so for us, it's also finding that win-win situation when it's, when it's off market. You, you have more of an opportunity to, to help people that way.
5: We're going to take a quick break from the show. Enjoying this podcast? Then you might want to listen to REI Branded podcast too. If you're looking to build your real estate investing business, reach more people and stand out from the competition, and you want to listen to the REI Branded Podcast. My name is Paul Copcut, and every day I work with busy real estate investors like you who want to stand out from the crowd and attract more of the right business opportunities without having to attend all the networking events, Zoom meetings, be glued to social media, or feel too salesy. I love figuring out the latest strategies, hacks, and ideas that help them do that. And I want to share with you what works and what doesn't. That's why the REI Branded Podcast is for you. It's about marketing your real estate investing business, but from a brand perspective. Because marketing is how you get their attention, but branding is why they choose you. On the REI Branded Podcast, we look to decode and uncover what makes a real estate investor brandtastic and how you can apply it to your own real estate investing business to attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time. Go to your favorite podcast app to download or find us at reibranded.com. Thank you. And now back to the show. Yeah, I
3: love that. And, you know, you guys are really just putting yourselves out there and, you know, meeting as many new contacts, having conversations. Can you share, like, I don't know, maybe an interesting story or something that surprised you, you know, when it was maybe acquiring a property or something where you're like, oh my God, did that just happen? Or you guys are looking at each other, maybe holding your little guy and be like, Oh my God, can you believe this? We just acquired a multi, I don't know, something like a real, uh, you know, an interesting story that was, you know, that you look back on and maybe in the moment it was a little bit scary, but now with that experience, now you've gotten, it, it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's so great.
0: You know, what, I'm not sure if this is a story you're looking for. And I think Brandon knows exactly where I'm going with this, but um, we're really big believers on energy and really putting ourselves out there. And we constantly go out for walks. We constantly drop off notes. Um, and we weren't wearing anything that said, or like we buy houses or anything like that, but we went on a walk one day and this random lady out of nowhere was like, you want to buy my house? Like just out of nowhere. Well,
4: she asked us how the baby was <laughs> yeah. first. And then her next question was, are you guys looking to buy a house? And we're like, oh, okay. yeah,
0: <laughs> we were just out for a walk. It, <laughs> I realized as I'm telling you this, uh, it might not sound as exciting as it was for us at that moment, but it, it really... I don't know. To me, it made me almost want to cry because I really feel that you attract what you put out there. Um, it's not every day. I don't know how, to how many people this has happened to, but you don't walk around the street any day and somebody just asks you if you want to buy their house, right? So um, that was probably the easiest self-market lead we ever got without even dropping off a note. So I would say to, to your point of so put yourself out there and tell people what you're doing and it'll it'll come back around.
2: That is very cool. So, I'm just curious did you end up negotiating and in getting that property? <laughs> We're in the process of. <laughs> We're still talking. We're still talking. Oh, very cool. Okay, awesome. Oh, I
3: love that. Hold on. Moral moral of the story, buy onesies that say my parents buy houses, right? Or something like go. that. Oh,
1: <laughs> Hold on. I love
3: it. We'll do a We'll do a joint. Uh, we'll do a joint collaboration on that one. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll start yeah. them All different sizes, colors available for everybody coming out. Next. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? Oddly enough though, like talking about energy and, and, and destiny and really like the way things are supposed to be everybody that we've come uh, that has come to our network somehow was somebody that we knew from a long time ago. So for example, our investor friendly mortgage broker, Brandon met in Cuba in 2008. We weren't real estate investors at that time or anything like that. We didn't even know each other. And then years later, somehow he comes back into the circle. Um, Our real estate coach was actually my coach on something completely different. And he was coaching this mortgage broker. And they're like, all these people are interrelated. So it just feels like it's meant to be. Now, it sounds a little bit crazy. I realize it as I'm saying it, but you told me to tell you a crazy story that makes us say, wow. And I think that that, that's a big one for us.
2: I love it. Yeah. I love,
0: I, it. I love that. I love that story. It is
2: cool. And I like, I like the energy too. I think that, you know, you put in what, when you, what will come out. And I think that, that is key because ultimately, you know, like we just have the one life and, you know, sure we can, we can buy some real estate and we can like get the wealth, but like, you know, what, what about the lifestyle? What about like, you know, ensuring that you're living the best life, the healthiest version of your life, and I'm just curious because you know you mentioned reading uh, ten pages a day and a few other things. Like, what are some things that you guys are doing, you know, on a daily basis or a weekly basis that helps you, you know, create your best life of success?
4: Uh, really good question. Um, I, th- I think I think for for. for for me, I can speak for myself at least, but it's, it's about owning art and i run my calendar so diligently and it's, it's really about owning that. And so it's about doing whatever I want with, with that time. And if I am looking at what I do with my, my time on a daily basis to stay healthy, um, you know, we go for our daily walks, we do set aside time to work out, we eat very healthily. We, you know, we, we, uh, we order pre-made meals to buy back some time as well, because when we looked at grocery shopping cooking, and cleaning, we're like, wow, we can save like two or three hours out of our day. We never used to have to cook lunch before and now, now we do. So um, I, I think we're always looking at ways to, to impact our health, impact our, our, our vitality as well and make sure that we have that energy for, for our son, uh, even though some, you know, some days are tough, uh, but it's making sure you know what, what the focus is. And like you said, yeah, you, you could make money or you could take care of yourself and make sure that you're just having a, a great lifestyle and a great life. With the people you love too so
0: yeah i think the only other thing i would add to that is that we do a lot of self studies as well to realize okay what are our core values and how are we living those on a daily basis so one of the big biggest things we realize through this process is that we really enjoy adding value and if we're not adding value in whatever relationships or whatever deal we're doing it, it doesn't really get us out of bed and with a lot of energy in the morning. So in any conversations, in anything that we do, we really see how we can add value. Um, and I, I feel like that's what keeps us going. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like,
4: and I won't put the number out there. But we've had conversations. Where we're like, oh, we could make X amount. And it's like, yeah, but like, is it worth it? And like, you know, before you would say yes, 10,000 or whatever number you want to put on it is worth it. But now it's like, our time is worth more. Our health is worth more. Our peace of mind is worth more. So what, what really, where's the trade off? And for us, it's, it's putting us as a priority.
3: Yeah. There's nothing more valuable than that. And especially, you know, leading such a, you know, that lifestyle and being an example for, for your young one. Right. As well, too, that you guys have there, be there the time. And, and it's it's so funny is I was trying to relate. I know sometimes I'll be hanging out and holding, you know, he's four months younger than your guy and I'll be holding my phone. And he'll be looking at me, looking at my phone. I'm like, okay, I got to put this down. Oh, I got yeah. to put this away because sometimes, you know, you are so, you know, listen, they do a great job at locking you in and, you know, scrolling and liking and all the different types of things. But having that mindset of, of, of what you're doing each day and, and making sure that it's getting towards your goals. Uh, I think it's those small wins that you have to accumulate over time. And, uh, and you guys are doing such a, such a great job. At it. And, and the energy that you guys have around it as well, too, just feeling it over this conversation. I know Sarah <laughs> will agree with Thanks so much, we feel yours too. Thanks yeah, to both well, of you. Well, that's amazing. So I think uh, I think we've reached uh, the point of the podcast that we're gonna do our lightning round. So Carol, Brandon, are nice. you guys ready?
0: <laughs> uh, All right. so we will be, I guess, yeah. <laughs> All right, so All here right. is
2: question number one. First thing that comes to mind, and you guys can each share a different answer. And check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email, daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. But what is the best advice that you have ever received from another investor or at a networking event?
0: I would say from the GB queen herself, go bigger sooner. (laughs) Just because, and buy in her words, the effing acid, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm a lot to spare. Those are probably the two biggest ones. (laughs) Just buy the effing acid.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I I think that's a good one. Um, I heard one this weekend. I hate that we're going to swear it too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But those who eat the most, you know, get the biggest uh, reward or whatever it is. And so we, we, we believe that like it's, it doesn't come without hard work. You got to be smart too, but it doesn't come without, without some hard
3: work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. And we're not PG rated. Don't worry. We can bleep it. Okay. Over. Or, if we're, <laughs> or if we're offending somebody, you know what? We apologize, but you know, make sure yes. there's, make sure you turn it down. Make sure you turn it down for the kids in the vehicle or if you're listening. There we're, you we're go. We're quoting
4: here. It's not ours. We have to quote.
3: That's right. That's right. Awesome. Okay. Question number two, what is your favorite resource for real estate investing? And that could be anything, a book, a training, a person, an event, anything that you guys use as a resource that, uh, that oh. you would recommend.
4: For, for me, it's our coaching program or, you know, buying, whether you, whether you participate in a monthly group, a weekly group, a mastermind, I think getting in a, in a room, even if it's a virtual room and, and talking with other investors is probably the best thing. You know, you, you, you could read a book, a book isn't really going to, I find oftentimes push you to get off the couch and, and go do something. If when you're part of these groups, when you're investing yourself, your money, your time, and your accountability to these folks, uh, that really has, I think for me specifically really pushed me throughout this journey.
0: I would say the same thing for sure. The network. Okay. Awesome.
4: Great, <laughs> <true>. Great
3: answers.
0: <laughs> Next
2: is number three. In your opinion, what is the one attribute that has made you most successful?
4: I think I said it earlier for me, it's the consistency. Like I, we, we, a book that we both really enjoyed and, and believe in is Jeff Wilson's The Slight Edge. And it's all about the compound effect. As long as you, you wanna be making the right decisions more often than not, and keep yourself on that upward trajectory. It's not about perfection, nobody can be perfect. Uh, but for, for us, I think it comes down to consistency. As long as we're consistent in, in what we're doing and the actions we're taking, I believe that the result will, will show
0: up. I think also just organization and the ability to plan. Um, we try not to live in the future, but we, we you gotta know where you're headed. Otherwise you're gonna get nowhere real fast.
3: That's awesome. You know what? I love the I love the varying answers. It just shows you guys personality. It's, uh,
0: it's <laughs> we are different.
3: Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Everybody- no, it-
4: Even when we talk to our JVs, they ask us a question. I'm like, well, let me give you my perspective or like how speak first and then I'll give you mine. And then you have to make up your own mind on where you land.
3: It's great. It's so complimentary. (laughs) It is. It's really great. I love seeing that. So last question of the lightning round on a typical Sunday morning, what are you guys getting up to? What do you guys do on a typical Sunday?
0: This is going to sound real nerdy, everybody. Yeah. We wake up at 6 a.m., even on the weekends, sometimes earlier. Um, and on Sundays, the first thing we do is we debrief on how the week went. Uh, we have weekly goals and daily goals. And we look at, okay, what did we accomplish? What did we not accomplish? It doesn't necessarily have to be just real estate related. Like if we said we wanted to work out five days a week and we did it, we're like, okay, well, you got to do five hours worth of workouts today. Not that we actually do, but we just... Basically, you take tally on, on on what we wanted to take action on and, and how the next week is going to look based on what we did or didn't do the week following. And then we plan the day to day and then we go off and typically go have a nice brunch and uh, yeah, just relax for, for the week.
4: Yeah. Our, our Sundays heavily influenced by uh, uh, set of habits of highly successful people where, you know, you can't go into Monday and think that you're going to plan your week. When those when the, when the week has already started right and so uh, for us it's all about Sundays mornings are really about accountability and planning so that there's no question we wake up Monday we know what we have to do and like Carol said but we after that we do like to take our, our family times and so whether that's swimming lessons with with Teo going for a hike in this in the summer or whatever it is it's uh, we have dedicated family time there as well. Awesome. You
2: guys are like an awesome power couple. You're the, uh, ones to look out for. Cause I, I know there's going to be big things and, uh, and lots of success from, for many years. And you've mentioned JV. So I'm guessing if somebody wants to JV with you as well, they can reach out, but what is the best way to reach out to you, Carol and Brandon?
0: You can follow us at Nadal Properties and DM us there. Um, you could also email us at info at And, we tend to respond within 24 hours. Always happy to have a conversation, so feel free to reach out, even if it's just with a quick question.
2: Amazing! Thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, that was that was awesome. I mean, I actually I, I enjoyed. It's an energy thing. I really enjoyed your energy, and it was nice to just you know you've explained simple or you've explained complex things into simple solutions and simple ways to to understand it. And I think that you will connect with many of our listeners. So thank you very much. That was amazing.
4: Oh man, oh, that, that's thanks. so nice to hear. Yeah, thank thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Alfonso. Uh, we really appreciate the opportunity to be with you and your audience.
3: Yeah, pleasure, guys. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate okay. it. Yeah, what uh, what a great couple. Both Carol and Brandon. You know, just you know, two different personalities, but together create. You know, like you said, it uh, an amazing energy. Uh, you know, they're really inspiring on, you know, two short years of growing their portfolio, pushing it more, pushing the boundaries, getting some, you know, experience under their belt and finding off market deals, even when they're not looking, that's, uh th- that's got to mean something. And, you know, you're in the right place at the right time. But uh yeah, Sarah, what did you think? What was some of the takeaways or some, uh, some things that you wanted to kind of highlight?
2: I mean, I, I really like how they have a division of things that they are good at. And, you know, for example, one has you know, more of an analytical mindset. One has more of a sales mindset. Um, I mean, I'm sure they can both you know, do all of it, but it's nice to see how they compare parts mentalize um this to really be a strong business together and to be able to hire i think i think it was really cool that they hired already their first person to do not only property management but start driving for dollars and all that good stuff so you know they they have systems They're, the planning is definitely important you do want to plan you want to take action and execute just like them you don't want to have analysis paralysis but planning is important for sure what about you alfonso
3: yeah, again, you know what, I, you kind of st- stole my thunder there a little bit, but the, the division of, you know, doing what you're good at, enjoying what you're doing and, and planning that, that's something more and more that I've learned to to do in the last few years as well as, you know, plan out your days or weeks ahead, uh, especially with a child, you're always going to Never have extra time. You'll never there'll never be extra time. There's always more to do, more, more things to accomplish. But planning that and and checking in, making sure that you know you are getting those little wins, having little goals that are accomplished every day, every week, every month. And those will add up and stack up for sure. But having that looking forward of saying, hey, what does my you know 5 years look like what does my day look like what am i doing visualizing that and then getting back to work and going out there and and again we always say this this is something where really what kind of you know was the initial seed of the right club is just connecting with more and more people getting different perspectives it's sometimes overwhelming cuz even myself i go back listen to a podcast or we have somebody on our on our um, on on the on the podcast or on one of our presentations and i'm like oh my god what are they doing and sometimes get that shiny object syndrome and look at that but it's really just kind of getting through and, and seeing what works for you and understanding. And, and sometimes, you know, I always joke around, but it's cheaper than therapy, right? You're, you're going to work with somebody that, uh, or talk with somebody that can share their experiences that maybe you're going through. You're not alone out there. If you do feel alone, definitely reach out to somebody in the right club, uh, ourselves or, or anybody. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be some experiences that you can share and kind of, you know, connect with to understand. Because there are going to be challenges. We are, we know that for sure. but It's how you overcome them and how you get better. And, uh, and
1: that's what it's all about.
2: That's it. And Right Club Nation, customize your life.
3: See you next time, guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.